TGIF Let's Go Neighborhood. Sometimes you just gotta book some fantasy to plan out some wrestling, what you want it to be. This is By the Book. Come take a look. By the Book. Well, technically, you'll hear it. DC's just a fan laying out his plan. By the Book. To get you in the spirit. This is by the book. So hey, neighborhood, if you're feeling low, DC will save you with this podcast show. This is by the book. By the book. Shooby doo wop, wada. Yeah. Good morning out there, wrestling fans. DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Um, in the middle, just started this epic 1,024 man tournament of nerdiness. That's what it should be called, the tournament of nerdiness. Uh, full disclosure, just recorded episode one. Hopefully you've listened to that, which will give you kind of the setup and walk you through far more than you ever needed to know about how this uh, tournament came to be. Uh, but it is the tournament of nerdiness. We have uh, planned out the first 32 wrestlers have competed, 16 have advanced. Um, I suppose, I'm just thinking about this now, I suppose I should consider the possibility of uh, there being a draw at some point. So maybe we'll get one of those as we come along here. Um, but I'm ready, so if you're ready, join me with you. Uh, put the cares of the word away, distance yourself from everything not just the social, everything, and join me in the tournament of nerdiness. Off we go. Dan Severn, martial arts UFC legend, taking on Eugene, my legend, one of the great goofy characters of the 2000s. Could be a little culturally insensitive, I don't know, but that segment with him, chain wrestling, with William Regal, oh, mwah. Mwah! Mwah! Thing of beauty. Uh, no contest. Eugene advances. I never liked Dan Severn. Next up, Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express taking on the man of the hour, Leo Rush. Uh, I will say this about Leo Rush. I, I didn't like him. All the, the backstage uh, politicking and everything about his, you know, the, the things said about him made me not like him. Um, he's kind of growing on me, though. Like a fungus. But having said that, uh, Robert Gibson is going to advance here in that match. He'll take on Eugene in the next round. Uh, Primo Cologne. We just heard from Epico in um, in the last episode. Epico lost. Who did he lose to? Let's go back and look. Why not? Oh, he lost to Tyler Breeze. Uh, can Primo do any better? Taking on Gangrel, one of the greatest entrances of all time. Made me want to buy the white, puffy pirate shirt and carry around a chalice, despite the fact that I am in no way a vampire. Uh, no contest. Sorry, Primo. Gangrel. Big contender in this tournament. Gonna go far, I hope. Although maybe not, because the next matchup, Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, I enjoy him greatly, not just because he looks like my brother-in-law. Um, taking on Kalisto. I like Kalisto. 
He got his foot caught in the, the chamber ceiling, which was hilarious. He did the Salida del Sol off the ladder. That was a great moment. Uh, but Kyle O'Reilly, that's going to be a tough matchup. That's going to be one of those heart herders when uh, Gangrel takes on Kyle O'Reilly uh, in the second round. Uh, next up, Eric Watts <laughs> taking on Dwayne Gill. Come on, this isn't even Gilberg, but still, Dwayne Gill is going to advance in this tournament. Eric Watts, just not good. Next up, Xavier from uh, Ring of Honor. I think I've watched him once or twice. I think I, he's on a DVD I have right here. Uh, taking on Stephen Dunn of Well Done. I don't like either of them. So you know what? Yeah, that's going to be a uh, that's going to be a, a double countout, double DQ, no contest, don't care. Dwayne Gill is getting a bye in the next round because I don't care about Xavier or Stephen Dunn. All right, that's how it's going to work. It's when I don't care. Um, yeah, Dwayne Gill automatically making it to the third round, um, which would be, let's see, started with 1,024, so then it gets to 512. So he'll be in the um, the terrific 256. Dwayne Gill will make it automatically. Good for you, Dwayne Gill. All right, next up, ooh, Kendall Windham, Barry's younger brother, and not very good, according to me, taking on Trevor Murdoch, like Trevor Murdoch. He's going to advance. And then Tai Chi, I think that's his name. Yeah, Tai Chi, the guy with the mask who sings in New Japan, taking on Carlito, who spits in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Tai Chi's kind of cool, um, and I'm excited to see where his career goes because obviously he's going to get a little something-something because he was feuding with Okada. Uh, but come on, Carlito. Carlito. Interesting enough that Primo and Epico and Carlito – out of 1,024 names, all showed up in the first 48. Interesting. Just, just sharing. Just sharing an interesting fact with you. All right. Uh, that sets up the second round of that group of 16. Shall we continue? Yes, we shall. Let's do it. Uh, let's put a box around that. The next matchup, Elias taking on Bo Beverly. I can never remember which Beverly brother is which. So I'm going to look it up. Bo Beverly, oh, is Wayne Bloom. Sorry, Wayne Bloom. I'm sure you're good, and I believe your son is in the uh, performance center right now. Cal Bloom, hope to see good things from him. But um, if this was Mike Enos, it would have been a tougher decision. Uh, but Elias is going to get the win there. Uh, next matchup, Dude Love taking on Cassidy Riley, uh, who I only know because I've been watching TNA recently, and Cassidy Riley is part of the Hot Shots, I think. I could be wrong on that, uh, but it doesn't matter. Dude Love's going to win. Setting up Elias versus Dude Love. Again, talk about matchups you wish you could see. Elias versus Dude Love. That's fun. That's a good time. Next up, ooh, this would be a fun match. Uh, Taiji Ishimori from New Japan. Real good. Want to see more of him. Real good. Um, versus Jerry Lynn. I like Jerry Lynn a lot. So uh, Jerry Lynn's going to advance in that matchup, but that's that's a real good one. And then you've got Brian XL, who I know again because I've watched Ring of Honor stuff, um, both when I was part of Honor Club and because I have a DVD here. I believe I have the DVD of the very first Ring of Honor show. Got it in college, don't remember how. Maybe I ordered it online, don't remember. Um, but I've had it this whole time. Every time I look at this, I have DVDs. We have a PlayStation, 
which is the only DVD player in the house. The PlayStation is currently not plugged in. I've got some Lewis Black stand-up. I've got Iron Chef America. I've got um, No Reservations that Mrs. Matthews gave me at one point, a season of that. I've got The Producers. At some point, I should either donate these DVDs because they're beginning to become obsolete, or I should plug in the DVD player and watch them. But either way, that's way too much thought about Brian XL. Because uh, he's taken on Balls Mahoney. And let's get that ECW second round hat matchup. No, his name's not Balls Mahoney. Ball, nope, or Balls Mahoney. That should be his name. Uh, Balls Mahoney versus Jerry Lynn. Winner taking on the winner of Dude Love and Elias. That should be good. Next up, Axel Rotten taking on the last real man. Is that his name? Silas Young. I love Silas Young. I wish Silas Young would go to WWE. I know there's not a real good place for him, but I want to always see more Silas Young. He's going to go far in this tournament. Or is he? Because the next matchup, this is one of those heart herders. Because you've got my man, Bo Dallas. Now, who could possibly ever contend with Bo Dallas for my heart. Well, the name he's pulled against, the man he will wrestle in this opening round matchup of the tournament of nerdiness is Chris Jericho. Now, I have to consider all of Chris Jericho, not just the annoying current Chris Jericho. I have to consider the thrill seekers in Smoky Mountain Wrestling. His stint in ECW. I just watched him the other day pin Cactus Jack. Uh, WCW. The list of a thousand and four moves. His great feud with Dean Malenko. Ralphus. Y2J. Winning the undisputed title. Leaving. Coming back. Santino. Leaving. Coming back. The great promo where he doesn't talk and turns heel just through body language. The Festival of Friendship. I'm talking about a lot because guess what? None of it matters. Bo, freaking Dallas, is going to win against just about anybody in my tournament. Sorry, Chris Jericho. Luck of the draw. Bad pull. Bad pull. Could have gone further in other brackets. But you just, you, you got beat. By Bo Dallas. Uh, last two matches of this round. The Junkyard Dog taking on Hulk Hogan. Pfft. Junkyard Dog wins every day. Every day. Every day. I wish he was in a bracket with RVD because I want JYD and RVD and a battle of the acronyms. Uh, but he doesn't because the next matchup is Santana of LAX taking on Reno of the weird haircut in WCW. I haven't seen enough of LAX to know really how I feel about Santana, but I remember liking Reno. Reno was kind of cool. The feud with Vito and his sister was involved somehow. This is this is pure end of WCW. Terrible awesomeness. So Reno is going to get the win. Oh, no. No, Silas Young's going to wrestle Bo Dallas. No, Silas. No, you deserve so much better. I'm sorry. Silas. Silas, I'm sorry. Oh. This tournament's a cruel mistress. It gives, but it takes. Let's move on. 
Got to keep moving forward. Oh, oh, the next matchup. You, to quote, uh, Gennaro Contaldo. If you don't know who Gennaro Contaldo is, crazy Italian man who's a great chef, has cooking videos on YouTube, works for Jamie Oliver out there in the UK. Um, but I've been watching a lot of him lately, so I, sometimes I hear his voice. Let's continue. Keep moving forward. You will love it. All right. Uh, that next match you're going to love. Let me make sure I got four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen. Ooh, some good matches in this one. Here we go. In a match you wish you could see, if you could pull them in their prime, Arn Anderson, the enforcer, taking on 2020 Royal Rumble winner. And if WrestleMania happens, and it's not gonna, I don't know what they're going to do. WrestleMania at the Performance Center, I suppose. Um, Drew McIntyre. Arn Anderson versus Drew McIntyre. Again, Drew. Bad luck. Bad luck because uh, Arn Anderson wins. Now, if I go crazy, I could have a loser's bracket. I could figure that out and keep this crazy train going here because guys like Chris Jericho, guys like Drew McIntyre really deserve better. So we'll see. We'll see how many episodes it takes just for me to get through the first round before I decide on a loser's bracket. But sorry, Drew. Next matchup, Tony Atlas versus J.C. Ice of PG-13. Jamie Dundee, son of Bill Dundee. I'm not wild about either of them, but Tony Atlas's laugh is pretty good. So we'll give him the nod. I don't want to abuse my draw, double count out, no contest sort of thing. Uh, next up, this would be a good match, actually. Mike Sanders, uh, and again, going back to that prime uh, end of WCW run. I liked him. I liked that character. Uh, versus Tyson Kidd. I love Tyson Kidd. I hope someday we get to see Tyson Kidd back in a ring because he was, I, I remember what I saw during my lost years, him teaming with Davey Boy Smith was good, but Kadaro, Cesaro and Kidd, great team. Tyson Kidd in NXT, thing of beauty. Tyson Kidd. Gets the win. Uh, next match, Jay Youngblood taking on Jason from ECW. I can't stand Jason from ECW. Uh, so Youngblood gets the win by default. When push comes to shove, apathy is better than just not liking you, which might be antipathy. Is that what that word means? I'm looking it up. Because it's my show. I do what I want. Yeah. Ha! I was right. Apathy is better than antipathy. Your vocabulary lesson brought to you by the coronavirus. Next up. Oh, this is tough. This is tough. This is great 90s uh, bad gimmickness here. The Berserker taking on Rad Radford. Uh, Vikings versus Grunge. Vikings win all the time. And that sets up a great second round matchup because our next opening round matchup, Brock Lesnar taking on La Parca. And I love the chairman, the dance, standing on the chair, but it's Brock Lesnar. And Brock Lesnar has to win that. Uh, plus you get Brock Lesnar versus the Berserker, which sounds like a whole lot of fun to me. Uh, next up, Tracy Smothers. We talked about him in, I believe, the last episode, Freddie Joe Floyd. Um, maybe it was even this episode and I've forgotten, but I think it was the last episode. Uh, taking on Alexander Wolf of Sanity and now Imperium. <sighs> Jeremy, you haunt me. Your presence. We've never met, 
we've never met in person, but you're, you haunt me because I know if I give Alexander Wolf the win over Tracy Smothers, I'm going to hear about it. Now, I gave you Magnum TA in the last episode. I gave you Magnum TA. But I know I'm going to hear about it if I give Tracy Smothers the loss here. Maybe not terribly so. There are more grievous crimes I'm sure I will commit. But again, because of you, maybe once an episode, once an episode, I will make a decision just for Jeremy. Because when Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert shows up, whenever it happens... We got a long way to go. Whoever he faces, unless he's facing Lord Stephen Regal, I'm probably going to have to give Eddie Gilbert the win just for Jeremy. So once an episode. Right now, it's Tracy Smothers. If we're only about halfway through this episode, if we keep going and it turns out Eddie Gilbert does show up, I reserve the right to come back here and change my pick, my pick, my big pick, my Vic McPick, Katie Vic, not in this tournament. All right. Tracy Smothers gets the win. Next matchup, end of this particular group of 16. Gold Dust. Just watch the Hollywood backlot brawl. Not as good as I remember, but still very good. Just, I, I remember that was a transformative match for me. Taking on Consequences Creed of TNA, the soon to be Xavier Woods. It's Gold Dust. Come on now, Gold Dust. Looking at this tournament here, looking at this particular group of 16. Um, right now, if I had to guess, I'm going to say Gold Dust is going to take on Arn Anderson in the final of that group of 16. We're going to get Brock Lesnar versus Gold Dust, probably. I'll have to see how I'm feeling whenever I make that decision, whenever we get to that match. Uh, quick check of Twitter, what's going on in the world? Nothing. Glenn likes things. I love you, Glenn. Mitchell, in the bestie chat, wanting to know about recycling John Cena stories. Doesn't he know we're having a tournament? All right, next up, next group. Again, just a quick scan shows me some good names here. Uh, the Reverend Devon, not Devon Dudley, Reverend Devon, taking on the alpha male Monty Brown. Good match. Thinking. No, I, I liked the Reverend Devon. But the alpha male was pretty cool. So Monty Brown, maybe considered an upset. Going to pounce the Reverend. Next up, uh, Ray Rowe. Not going to call him Eric. Not going to call him Ivar. Um, Ray Rowe of War Machine taking on Sick Boy. <laughs> That's a tough one because I liked Sick Boy. Sick Boy was one of those guys. A member of Raven's Flock, WCW 90, probably 7. Um we didn't see a lot of Sick Boy, but he was really good. He was one of those guys you were like, whoa, you are way more talented than you should be. I don't know if I ever heard him talk, but Ray Rowe, also very good. Not the best. I like Hanson better than Rowe, but still really good. Shotgun knees, great move. Married to Sarah Logan, great move. Whew, tough, tough. Winner takes on Monty Brown. That's, that's going to play into this here because I'll go with Ray Rowe. But that's a tough one. That makes me wish we had that loser's bracket because Sick Boy deserved better. I'm not burying Sick Boy, but Sick Boy deserves better. Next up. Oh, had I only looked. Had I only looked. I would've, it would have been such an easier decision because, again, 
You have to remember, folks, 1,024 names. Next matchup, another Battle of the Hosses, the Godfather, taking on Warbeard Hansen. I like the Godfather, but not nearly my favorite Charles Wright character. And I got to give it to Warbeard Hansen because that's going to set up. I can see it. I can see how it's going to play out. We're going to get Hansen versus Rowe in the third round. Again, 1,024 names, all the different possibilities. They could have ended up on polar opposite ends of this bracket, and they're in the same group of 16. I love this. I love this so much. Next up, Rodney Mack versus Sin Cara, the new Sin Cara. Not the one to less. So this is Hunico, I think, not Mystico. Um, I don't particularly care about either of them. Um, I'll give it to Sin Cara, though, because he's stuck around. I don't know if he's still employed, but his career lasted a whole lot longer than it needed to. So I'll give it to Sin Cara, but we know that he's going to lose to Warbeard Hansen in the next round. But that's just as that is what it is. Next up, ooh, Headhunter 1. I am loving the Headhunters. In ECW, they are real good, but he's taking on Mr. Perfect. And if Mr. Perfect can give the Perfect Plex to the Giant... He has no problem with Headhunter 1. Mr. Perfect, easily advancing. Next up, The Gambler, one of the great jobbers of all time. Taking on Tonga Loa. There's Camacho, again. How does this happen? How How do the fates, whatever it is, the spirits, the winds of change, I don't know. How is it that both Hunico and Camacho wind up in the same group and Hanson and Rowe wind up in the same group? It's almost as if this was a, this tournament was already here. It was just waiting for me to, to find it. Um, but it's the gambler. It, it's the gambler. He's great. He's got cards. He's not Gambit, but he's great. So sorry, Tongaloa. The gambler wins. Setting up Mr. Perfect versus the Gambler. Great second round match. Um, next up, Danny Birch of 1-2 Strike, or whatever they're calling themselves, uh, taking on Chief Morley. Not Val Venus. This is Chief Morley. Val Venus is better. Danny Birch advances. And the final matchup of this particular round. Ooh, ooh again, I can see where it's going to go. Um, Buddy Lee Parker. Great talent. Wind up working in the power plant. Responsible for, I think, Goldberg and maybe even the Giant. So, you know, good name. But he's taking on the Million Dollar Man. Come on. It's Ted DiBiase. So, already, maybe I should have gone through these, you know. Uh, but we're going to get the third round. It's going to be Hanson versus Rowe up top. Mr. Perfect Tit versus Ted DiBiase down below. I don't know what's going to happen with that. That's a, That might be a coin flip. Because I love both those guys. All right, we have time, I think, for one more group of 16. Ooh, again, good matches here. Let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 13, <laughs> so, Some very funny matches here. Uh, first up, Orange Cassidy versus The Boogeyman. I'll let you just think about that for a minute, how good that would be. Worms, the big clock, hands in pockets. I'm giving the win to Orange Cassidy. You know, he's kind of taking the world by storm right now, as he should. Um, 
But yeah, and you know what? The next matchup is Robbie McAllister of the Highlanders versus Bam Neely. I don't care about either of them. So Orange Cassidy is going to get himself a bye into that third round. Probably shouldn't do that that often, but I, I really don't care about either of those two. Next up, Ricky Martin. We got both members of the Rock and Roll Express in this episode taking on Louis Spicoli. We've got both variations of that. You know, Louis Spicoli is Rad Radford. So both of that in this episode. Funny how the world works. Um, I'll once again give the edge to Ricky Morton. Both members of the Rock and Roll Express advanced. Jeremy, you're welcome. Jeez. Next up. Ooh, Randy Savage versus Sean Maluda. I like you, Sean Maluda. I think you're going to be a big name. I think people are going to know who you are. Uh, but you're facing the Macho Man, so they're not going to know you yet. That sets up Randy Savage versus Ricky Morton, and that also sets up, sorry to spoilers, well, I'll, yeah, Macho Man versus Orange Cassidy, which is amazing. All right, I'm going to try from now on not to predict what's going to happen in the future because I don't want to spoil it for you. You know me well enough. You'll know what's going to happen. All right, let's go through the next ones. Umaga versus Mongo McMichael. <laughs> oh, poor Mongo. Poor Mongo. Umaga wins handily. Uh, Eli Cottonwood, who I remember from NXT, I think, versus primetime Brian Lee. Brian Lee advances, like him, a lot. Um, Matt Bentley from TNA versus Bastion Booger. Bastion Booger advances without question. And the final matchup of today, we'll call it after this, um, Akeem, the African Dream, taking on Cheeseburger. Again, just picture it. If a smile doesn't come to your face, then you never saw Akeem, the African Dream. Oh, that was a terribly awesome character. Uh, yeah, Akeem wins. If only... Nope, I can Yeah, this doesn't spoil anything. Akeem's going to take on Bastion Booker. That'll be a fun match. Uh, We have yet to see any two versions of the same person go to battle. It's not like we've seen Kama versus the Godfather. But I'm sure that'll happen at some point. Either in the first round or in a future round. We are 112 names in. Oh, speed round. We can get to 128. We can get to 128. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah. Speed round. Here we go. Last last group. We'll get to 128. Dean Douglas versus Johnny Swinger. Sorry, Jeremy. Dean Douglas, better character. He advances. Uh, Big Boss Man versus Kevin Nash. Ooh. Ooh. That's a stumper. It's not Diesel. I like Diesel. I, I wasn't actually didn't wasn't wild about Kevin Nash, whereas I love the Big Boss Man. So he advances, but that's a good match. Um, you'd see it. I think you wind up seeing Ray Trailer versus Kevin Nash. Not the same, but let's keep going. Uh, Nick Aldis versus Ho Ho Loon. Ho Ho's a no no. Always said it. Uh, next up, Road Warrior Animal versus El Generico. That's a fun one. Uh, but yeah, Road Warrior Animal wins. Uh, Brian Kendrick, or the Brian Kendrick, uh, taking on Cody Rhodes. That's a match I'd like to watch. I think those two would be really good. Um, I'll give it to Cody. But I had to think about it. I, you know, I, I like Cody Rhodes, 
Um, everyone else likes him so much more that it makes me not like Cody Rhodes as much. But I like Cody Rhodes, so I'll give him the win there. Uh, Eric Bischoff taking on Nick Bockwinkle. Nick Bockwinkle advances. Him versus Cody would be fun in the second round. All right, last two matches. Uh, Pete Dunn taking on Jumpin' Jim Brunzel, one half of the Killer Bees. Pete Dunn wins. And then uh, Hiroki Goto from New Japan taking on Sylvester Lefort um, of the Legionnaires in NXT. I liked the Legionnaires. I'll say, but he's not my favorite part. Marcus Lewis, Louis was way better. So we'll give it to Goto. And again, Goto versus Pete Dunn. Fun second round matchup. 128 done. I believe that means we are a quarter of the way through the opening round, right? 128. No. No. <laughs> no, we're in eighth, I think. Let's do some math to end the show. 1,024 divided by eight is 128. We are in eighth of the way through the opening round. Okay. We've got a long way to go. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Tournament of Nerdiness. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, stay safe. Again, whenever you happen to listen to this, uh, stay safe. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope we could be a little distraction for you. This chapter is closed. We'll see you in the next chapter of By the Book. <laughs>